Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, on Monday, March 4th. There is a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and a lot more than that. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Do you need a floor mixer? I don't need a floor mixer. You know what would be good? I might need some dining room equipment. That's right. You're on your way to a potential move. So anything could happen when the move happens. You know what would be perfect in a man cave? An ice machine. You got that bar going. What kind of ice do you like, though? Do you like the... I like it cold that makes my drink colder. No. No. You're a connoisseur. I know you better than that. Mm. There's the... Ice that's got a little bit of air in it, so it's kind of like the... It's a donut. It's a little bit like the slushy ice that you get that... that I don't like slushy ice. Like like you get it at the 7-Eleven or something like that. I you like, know what I mean? I like hard ice. Okay, yeah. Party ice. I like anything with the word party in it. I, I tend to agree with you. <laughs> about, me or, about me or in general? <laughs> I know, I tend to agree with the party... With anything that has party in it, it sounds good to me. Time now for the lead. The lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. All right, yesterday we talked about the report out of Minnesota that Sean Payton is reportedly enamored with Michigan quarterback J.J. McCarthy. In the latest mock draft from uh, NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, he has the Falcons taking McCarthy at number eight. Clearly, this is the assumption that Kirk Cousins leaves. In the meantime, CBS Sports has the Vikings taking McCarthy at 11, one slot before the Broncos. And by the way, I mixed that up a little bit. The Falcons are looking for a quarterback, okay? The Vikings picking at 11, that has to do with Kirk Cousins. Well, yeah. And that is one slot before the Broncos. With that, I understand, and you and I talked about it yesterday. (laughs) Right. I understand why people put out their mock drafts. But specifically looking at who is going to be taken in the next wave of quarterbacks, it feels not only a bit premature, it's incredibly premature considering we don't know where Cousins is going to be, where Fields is going to be, and where Wilson is going to be. We're going to find that out next month. The draft is in April, and that's when it's going to be easier to say, okay, this is where I think the first guy in the second wave is going to go. And you just put them in the correct order as well. It's all going to... Cousins is going to be the first domino, then Fields, then Russell Wilson. This is all, to me, as we talked yesterday, it's food for thought. That's all it is. It's a little nudge here. It's a little, hey, what do you think about this there? Um, It's particularly... It's interesting any year. It's particularly interesting this year for the Broncos because they have a needed quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. There are real questions about what direction they're going. If this sounds very similar to any time over the last eight years, feel free to tune me out. But it's a different kind of thing now because they're looking for a quarterback. And I know they tried to do it with Paxton Lynch, fail, epic. But they are now looking for someone 
that they can hand the keys to the kingdom. And that is intriguing. You talked about it last week, and I thought it was a great point, that that, that the sustainability of this offseason is going to be what they do at quarterback and the fascination that the fan base will have in it. It's the optimism. Yes, the optimism that it carries. And there was optimism, lest we forget, about Paxton Lynch because he was a first-round draft pick that they moved up to get. And by the way, unless you are finding a way to get Caleb Williams, right, there's going to be disagreement anyway with whoever they draft right. potentially at quarterback. You've got your Bo Nix people. You've got your Michael Penix people. you got your J.J. McCarthy people. The only guy that everyone is going to be happy about is a guy who is not going to be available in Caleb Williams. With that, in some ways, this feels like a game of musical chairs. Mm. All right? Mm -hmm. You only have four chairs, and you have five teams. Here are your five teams in no particular order. The Broncos, the Raiders, the Falcons, the Steelers, and the Vikings. Right now, just looking at where teams are drafting, the Broncos are at 12. The Raiders are right behind them. The Steelers are even further behind. But the Falcons and the Vikings are ahead of the Broncos. So when we look at the three guys who are going to set the dominoes in motion, mm -hmm. I think the Broncos, as much as I hate to say it, if I had to put money on it, they will be the team left without a chair. And here's my reasoning why. They are not interested in Cousins because of the money, or they can't be. They sh yeah, right. They can't be. Right. They're not going to be interested in Fields simply for the fact that he doesn't fit Sean Payton's no. offense. No, not a fit. And then Wilson, I don't need to go any further than that. Mm -hmm. Okay? So all three of these guys are going to wind up with three of those five teams. Then you have two teams left. Which of those teams will be left? Let's, for the sake of argument, play this out. Let's say that, okay, I'll ask you instead of me throwing it out there. Where do you think Cousins ends up? He's going to be with one of these five teams. I think he'll still be with the Vikings. Good. That's where I would go to. Now we can take the Vikings off the list. So now the teams that we have left are the Broncos, the Raiders, the Falcons, and the Steelers. The Justin Fields trade will happen next. I don't believe the Steelers are going to be interested in Justin Fields. So do you think Russell Wilson to the Steelers then? Hold on. Let's just finish up. Oh, with, sorry. I'm... Let's finish up with Justin Fields. He will be the next domino. Yep. I believe he I, will I be. agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. Although you can make the case, the Bears don't have to do anything until nope. they get close to the draft. Right. Yeah. So They're... Wilson could be next. Could. Wilson, I think, will go to the Steelers or the Falcons or the Raiders. One of those teams. Okay. Right? So pick the team you want him to go to. Now, let me ask you this. Are you concerned about the Raiders jumping you in the draft? Considering they have nine draft picks and I would about be, $42 million in cap space? I would be yes, very, I do. I would be very concerned about that. If they want 
a certain guy. Right. The people that I have talked to and all the stuff that I've read, and you've read the same things I have, the NFL is much higher on J.J. McCarthy than fans. Yes. By far. I know the numbers that Bo Nix put up, and I know the numbers that Penix put up. But when you look at age, injury history, potential upside. System ran, too. The system that he ran. Right. J.J. McCarthy could very easily be a top 15 pick. Yep. I have very little doubt that he will be, especially for quarterback needy teams. So let's say we're going to play this out again. Let's say Fields gets traded. Is he going to go to the Falcons? That would probably make the most sense to me. Okay. But but whatever. So now let's take the Falcons and the Vikings off the list. The Vikings have already been Mm -hmm. off the list. So now we have the Steelers, Broncos, Raiders. Where do you think Russell Wilson goes? Raiders or Steelers, right? Steelers. That's my guess. But who knows? I I think it's very intriguing. Now, everybody's in the situation that they're not going to give, any of those teams are not going to give a rookie the ball to start the season. Because this is the second tier of three that we're talking about. Remember, the first tier of three is all going to be gone. Daniels, May, boom. Right. Caleb Williams, though they'll all be gone. So we're talking about the next three. I, I think the biggest concern, if you've really got your eye on someone, and if it is a J.J. McCarthy, you might have to move up. Well, unless... Wilson goes to the Raiders. That well, your, that, that yeah, that changes everything. And You're they right. have the money to do it, not yes. that they have to pay him anyway, because right. the Broncos are basically paying his salary. Yes. The Steelers have come out and said they're not necessarily dying to bring in a veteran quarterback. Mm. Then again, they're going to have to re-sign Mason Rudolph. I right. don't feel really good about that if I'm them. I think they're kind of lying in the weeds. They might want Wilson. I think they might. But let's say that they don't. Well, then it gets really interesting. Then you have the Broncos and the Steelers going after the best quarterback in the second tier. Let's assume it's going to be J.J. McCarthy. The Steelers are further down the draft board, but not by much. What are they, like the 17th draft pick, something like that? Mm -hmm. I think that's close. They have a first-round pick, second-round pick, third, two-fourths. That will get you up in the draft. They have capital. Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. The Broncos don't have that draft capital and they don't have the money. So what you're telling me what you are And oh by the way, let's flip it around. 20th. Okay, Pittsburgh's 20th. Okay, that's a little better for the Broncos. You, you, you got to jump up a little bit. Yeah, higher. you got to that, that's a that you got to pay for that kind of jump. And I'll give you I'll give you a perfect team to trade with. Minnesota Vikings. They're yeah, sitting at 11. Absolutely. Now, let's say that the Steelers want Russell Wilson. Sake of argument. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Now it's the Raiders and the Broncos. And Joe, by the way, I'm going to ask you something, my friend. My friend Alex. Final game of the season. Did you want the Broncos to win it? Oh, man. No, no. no. Yeah, you, well, what'd you tell me? Uh, at I the did. time, I said yes. Yes, you did. And I did. And stick with it, Alex. Yes, you did. And that's game. okay. And let's say the Broncos. It's all right. Let's say the Broncos want J.J. McCarthy. And let's say he turns out to be really good. By the Broncos losing that game. The Raiders are behind him. This is why I keep preaching, if you're out of it, just lose. Players don't want to lose. Coaches don't want to lose. Executives don't want to lose. I want you to lose. 
for the better draft pick. Although the, the Raiders knew the Raiders know what they're sitting on as far as their picks. He's talking about cash. They've got plenty of picks too. They can easily jump the Broncos. Right. Easily so jump. So if Wilson so excuse me. Mm-hmm. So if Wilson goes to the Steelers, right, and the Raiders are one behind, isn't that going to be thick and right. kind of fun and interesting? Right. Well, because with, it comes down to the Raiders and the Broncos. Well, listen, they have nine <laughs> picks, but three of them are seven seventh round picks. It, but and they, there, there's value in that. But but they still have they have the means to jump a couple of spots. If oh they, yeah. If they're if they are in a mano a mano right. with the Broncos this and, is and they both believe that they can get JJ McCarthy. Yeah. If yeah. if and that's a big if, but right. if they have the means to jump the Broncos. Right. They are sea biscuit. No question. Going into the final turn just a wee bit behind War Admiral and bang, off to the races with all kinds of capital. Well, the Broncos are War Admiral with a limp. No, War Admiral was a champion. He was, but he had a limp on as it relates to this conversation. He's got with, a little bit of a limp. With that, so let's go back to the beginning <laughs> of the conversation, the way we played it okay. out. Okay. I can't think of too many other permutations or computations. For the game of musical chairs, the way we just laid it out, would your money be on four chairs, five teams? The Broncos are left without a chair? Potentially if they want J.J. McCarthy and other teams that aren't getting these free agents do or a trade? Well, the way it was laid out, and I don't think it's ridiculous. I don't think it's a ridiculous format to yeah. play out there. No, it's not. Yes, it would It would appear that, well, it, it would be the rate in that scenario, it would be the Raiders or the Broncos as the odd man out. Now, we don't know. We don't know how dyed in the wool these teams are about certain players. Listen, it's the silly season. Yeah, it is. Why is Paul Allen, who's the play-by-play voice of the Vikings, with the Vikings sitting at 11, putting it out there that the Broncos right behind them want J.J. McCarthy, knowing that Kirk Cousins is the biggest fish in the free agent market? None of that makes sense. That's a plant. That's 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 it's a plant, but which way exactly? But which way? I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't know. But I do think that Cousins ends up in Minnesota. Well, he wants that guaranteed money. I hear you, dude. Right. Coming up after the break, ESPN's Matt Bowen wrote an article titled Best Fits for the Top 50 Players in Free Agency. Were there any guys on that list that that Bowen believes would be a good fit for the Broncos? The answer is yes, and we'll let you know who it is next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com.
Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Monday. March 4th, there's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. If you are a family man, if you are a woman that has a family, you spend your entire life as a family person with kids taking care of your family. You do it while you're here. What's going to happen if, God forbid, something happens? Have you buttoned everything up? Is everything taken care of? And if it isn't, I feel very badly for your family. My suggestion, go with Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Law Firm. That's who Mandy and I went to. We did not do a will. A will is good. A trust is much better. I did not know the difference between the two, and I can promise you there is an enormous difference. However, if you do nothing, you are leaving behind a wake of a mess that everybody is going to have to deal with. I highly recommend you at least talk to Dan McKenzie, the McKenzie Law Firm, to understand your options. You might be thinking, hey, I'm single. What do I need that for? Well, your family still needs to take care of your business anyway. The government isn't going to go away. They're going to want their taxes somehow, some way. Creditors are going to want to be paid. Plus, I don't know if you know what a living will is. That means pulling the plug. If you are cool, potentially living in a vegetative state, then don't worry about it. But that's what a living will is all about. Talk to Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Law Firm. Give him a call, 833-CO-PLANS, 833-CO-PLANS, or go to coplans.co. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Castle Rock Men's Health in Castle Rock and Aurora. See why Eric only trusts his health with Dr. Lee at Castle Rock Men's Health. ESPN's Matt Bowen wrote an article titled Best Fits for the Top 50 Players in Free Agency. By the way, no Broncos are on this list. No. Not overly surprising. No. But he did put one guy on the list that would be a great fit for the Broncos. I could not agree with him more. I just don't know if the Broncos can afford him, specifically with the season that he's coming off of. And that is a guy who I was hoping the Broncos would draft when he came out. And that is Patrick Queen Mm. from the Ravens. Yep. An inside linebacker. He's a tackling machine. He covers. He does all the things that the Broncos have been missing at the inside linebacker position for many, many years. He's going to command about $18 million a year. He's coming off his first Pro Bowl season, second team All-Pro. The Broncos have Drew Sanders, and that might be their thinking. And, of course, we can't afford him. I think the problem with Sanders is I don't honestly believe they know if he's an inside guy or an outside guy. You may be yet. right. That, that I, That's a fair question. Um, I am in the Drew Sanders camp, very talented guy. I think he's going to be a player. Inside, outside, remains to be seen. Um, see, that's part of your wish list that you wish you could be on. This and, and it's players like him, Queen, we're talking about now. It's players like him that when you sit there, you kind of salivate a little bit, and it hurts because you know you're not in position right. to go and get a guy. I mean, they've got issues along the front. DJ Jones is a guy that I think they would love to keep 
because they have issues in their rushing defense. Hold on a second. I want you to think about what you just said. Yeah. They have issues with their rushing defense when DJ Jones plays because that's what it was. They had issues with their rushing defense Mm -hmm. when he played. Yeah. And he's he's a $10 million potential relief on your cap. And I think and I think that you are going to lose him. I think he was the best of the rush defenders. No question. I think he was clearly the best of the rush defenders, yes. but it was still a really hardly adequate run defense. It it just it Well, wasn't. now you're losing your best guy. Yeah, exactly. Now you're losing your best guy in DJ Jones. And you're going to lose and you're going to lose Josie Jewell another tackling machine inside. But I just don't think you can afford $18 million or whatever he ends up commanding because I think he's going to be popular. Could you argue that the one guy that they need to bring back the most, and we talked about it earlier this week, we rattle off Josie Jewell, Mm -hmm. Cushenberry, Mm -hmm. P.J. Locke, Adam Troutman. What about Lutz? He's a free agent. Yeah. Is he your top priority? Ooh, I don't know if he's my top priority. I would hope he's pretty good. I think he's good. He's more than he was more than pretty good. Yeah, I mean mean, he struggled early mm -hmm. with a with a miss, right? But other than that, he was pretty solid. Yes, I agree. So is he your? I think. Let me. Was he an upgrade from Brandon McManus from the year before? From the year before, only from the year before. Yes, he was from the year before. Not not in a career. Not talking about that. Right. Just talking about yes. from the year before. I think he was yes. too. I think he was too. I don't know if that's your top priority, but it's. I think he's second. Yeah. He's second on the PJ Locke is number one. Yeah, I would think. And what's so. what's interesting is I'm reading now what everybody believes to be the top hundred free agents. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not on there at all. Mm-hmm. PJ Locke, right? But then again, a lot of people don't know who he is. <clears throat> be nice if you could get him in the four million range. <laughs> I think I NFL think he's going to be in the four to six probably. I, I think I I will be surprised if he's not five to seven, mm. and he should be, mm. and he should be. That might price him out of the Broncos. If the range. Broncos can get him back, that would be something. Yeah, it would be. Because be, uh, yeah, I'll give you something else. If he isn't between five and seven, then clearly these teams looking for a safety have not done their homework on PJ Locke. We watched every one of his games. Sure. Good football player, man. And sometimes better than a good football player. You can argue that he won him a game on a great play against Green Bay. You can make that argument. He doesn't make that interception. Right. Green Bay's knocking at the door, and who knows how that game goes, right? Yep. So, no, I'm I'm, I'm squarely in P.J. Locke's corner. You'd like to keep him because that back end with, with three safeties like Stearns, who we know is a good player, but very undependable Simmons and Locke. That's a pretty good place to build from. You go get a young guy or you can pick up a second or third level free agent and, 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 and plug him there. And you've got yourself a pretty good safety room. If if they lose Locke, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. They have an injured Caden Stearns Mm -hmm. who has a ton of upside, but he hasn't been on the field. Enough, mm-hmm. meaning he has a history of injuries. He did at Texas. His first year, he was on the field more last year. I think he played five games. 
I don't know how good you feel about Skinner. You all you have yeah, is he's a work in progress. You have if you lose Locke, you have Skinner and injured Caden Stearns and Simmons. That's it. That's what you That's have. That's what you've got. They will. <clears throat> I will be very surprised if they don't pick up a safety in free agency, one way or the other. No, I don't. I well, I think they will. I, I, think, I, I think I think I think they'll pick up. I, no. I, it'll be a latter day. It'll be a second or a third tier guy. They need to spend money outside of safety if they have Locke and Simmons coming back. Well, if they I have Locke coming back, then they won't. I think they would use a draft pick on a safety yeah. late, not free. Their, their dollars are, are so small, they can't afford to spend any money on safety when they have other needs. Yeah, but I'm talking about $2 million, one or $2 million. I'll give you a guy that would be an interesting fit for this team. I think the uh, Broncos might be looking to upgrade at the running back position. I know they have Jaleel McLaughlin. They mm. like him a lot. Give me a name and I'll, and I'll let you know. You're going to get this guy for nothing. Austin Eckler. You're going to get him for nothing. Nothing. He's not going to be a day one guy. Probably won't be a day one, day two guy. He's a running back. And he's coming home. Mm. But when you look at the running back room, I mean, P. Ryan's coming back. Javante's coming back. McLaughlin's It's a coming. luxury you can't afford. Or is it a yes. luxury that you better afford? Well, all right. I'll ask you that. No, I'll ask you this question. Okay. Who would you rather have, Jaleel McLaughlin or Austin Eckler? Of course, you know the answer to the question. Who Don't would you even rather have, Pirine or, or Eckler? Don't ask the question. You already Javante, know the answer. Javante or Eckler? Eckler. Eckler's a, so you're going to get a Eckler, guy. Eckler is an all-pro guy. Right. And you're going to get him for nothing. So why is it a luxury? What do you get? When, mean, you, when you believe. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. When you believe. What's nothing? What's nothing? Two, because three, you've already got three guys in the room. Two, three million. Mm. You're mm. Not, he's not going to cost a ton. Mm. Running backs aren't paid. Well. If he gets more than four million, I'll be very surprised. All right. We got to be careful about what we're paying guys here because the Broncos are on a slippery slope. And I love me some Austin Eckler. My God, I love me some Austin Eckler. But when you've got three guys in the room and you've got, and they're all under contract and you're going to pay them, what Eckler is, I, I what Eckler is not, what he is not. I just don't see how you do it. What he is not is a fourth quarter running back to run out the clock. That's right. what he is not. Well, that's what Javante Williams and to some degree, Samaj P. Ryan are. They, I don't think they will go after him, but isn't it interesting Well, that if you ask most people, if you put those four guys in the room, who would you want starting on day one? Yeah. You'd say Austin Eckler. There's no question about it. No, you're right. Coming up after the break, Will Barton, remember him? Well, he was planning on playing basketball this season overseas and he's not going to be we'll tell you where he was going to play and with everything going on with the political climate right now do you think him not playing for this team has everything to do with the political climate we're going through right now with russia that's next Sad to play the war. 
Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman Monday, March 4th. Restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Will Barton planned on playing for a basketball team in Russia this season. He will not be playing this season. Team announced he failed his medical tests. With all the political unrest right now between the United States and Russia, we don't need to go down that road. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what's going on, we're not going to give you a history lesson right now. <laughs> Specifically a lesson, a history lesson that if you haven't followed the news the last couple of days, I can't help you. With that, do you think he actually failed his medical test? Or do you think this is a complete coincidence? Well, I mean, there are places that I would rather be right now than in Russia. Right. I don't know. Brittany Griner kind of comes to mind. Right. I mean, right? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, hold on a second. I mean, I know that that's extreme, hold but on. it still comes to you, mind. You are making the assumption that basketball players smoke a lot of pot. No, but I'm saying. Well, actually, that'd be a fair assumption because <laughs> many of them have admitted it. I, I I may make the assumption, but it's not my fundamental assumption on yeah. in this regard. My deal was just the way that it was handled. I mean. I don't care if, if Brittany Griner had a little residue and we, we fine, but it was, it was the posturing that was done with that. Not they, they had, they concocted a reason to hold her for as long as they did. So to me, you know, and you've got, well, I mean, we're getting into Navalny now and, and his death and, the, and the, there's just too much, shady crap going the point on over is, there that I wouldn't want to have to deal with. The question that I had was, though, yeah, do you think that they wanted this American player out of the country because of everything that is going on? Yeah, I don't know about that. If I was Will Barton, I'd want to be out of the country. I'd want to be out of the country, too, and I'll tell you this. I think Putin would like him in. Maybe so. One, it... It says to the world, see, Americans want to come to us. Mm-hmm. They, they want to play in Russia. We're a great country. Look at our great shopping carts, if you get the reference with Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Also, besides Putin being able to say to the world, see, Americans want to come to us. They want to live in our country. He also has the opportunity to grab another hostage. That's what I'd be thinking of. I think he failed his medical test. Because I think Putin would want to keep him. Mm. Uh, well, that was a... It's another prisoner swap. A happy failure. I wouldn't even... I, I just... There are some places... Excuse me. And even if it was a place that I could go and make some money... Is there any amount of money no, that you... No. Somebody offered you $20 million to play in Russia. Would you play? No, not right now. No. Alex, you might not come out alive. But Probably will, not worth it. It's not, not worth the it. The conditions aren't worth it. Nope. No. It just isn't. Now, 
Now, if I played there, what I could say is, hey, listen, my mother's maiden name is Urkov. I'm one of you. Ah. But then when they find out that I'm Jewish, then I'm dead. So that's that's a tough reality, my it man. It really is. Uh, looking at Barton as a player when he was here in the States playing the NBA, if Will Barton was on the roster last year for the Nuggets, think they won a title? In spite of him? Not in spite of him. <clears throat> no, in spite of him. Okay, fine. In spite I of think him. in spite of him. Fine. Um, he was... You think they win a title if he's on the roster? Who's off the roster if he's... You probably don't, you probably don't have Bruce Brown. Yeah. Because when you look at salaries... And he would take playing time probably away from Christian Brown. Yeah. So and he's selfish. I, I would I'm answering my own question. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I would say <clears throat> yeah, and it's not only just selfish, it's he it he's not a good we guy. He's a he's a me guy. And um and Will, I think, always kind of missed his calling because he I, I think he always saw himself as a guy. I've got to score the ball. I'm I'm a scorer, and that would have never worked with that team. So I would say probably no. I would agree. I would say probably not no. taking anything away from Jokic and Malone and Murray. No, he was a bad fit. Right, and and by the way, Michael Malone, Calvin Booth, have done a good job getting rid of the bad fits. I thought Will Barton was probably a year too late, but they did finally get him out. Um, and then uh, who's who's the young kid that they had the for last year that they shipped to the Clippers? Bones oh, Highland. Bones Highland. They don't win with him either. Who, who, yeah, I, who, who is not a, a good piece of the puzzle. And by the way, was... How's he doing with the Clippers? Didn't well, didn't even travel with them or was sent home. One yeah. of the other. He's a problem. He is yeah. a problem. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? Colorado Buffalo's women's basketball coach J.R. Payne made the coach of the year watch list again. And where did Joel Klatt rank Caleb Williams among best quarterback prospects in the last decade? That's all next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, Monday, March 4th. There's a restaurant equipment auction for baker's ovens, range ovens, countertop and floor mixers, ice machines, dining room furnishings, and more. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word. Are you 
presented by Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Greenfield's has everything under one roof, including the best happy hour in town. Two-for-one wine, well, and drafts from 3 until 7 p.m. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Alrighty, guys, just in case you missed it, Colorado Buffalo's women's basketball coach J.R. Payne has been named to the National Coach of the Year watch list for the second straight season. Uh, Payne is one of 15 candidates nationally for the Women's College Coach of the Year. The Colorado women are currently number eight in the country. 20 and 5 on the year, but coming off consecutive losses to Oregon State and Utah. Two huge road games coming up at USC and then at UCLA. Thoughts on J.R. Payne named to the Coach of the Year watch list again? I, I think it continues to be a remarkable story. She's been there a while. I think this is like her seventh, eighth season, something like that. So she's built this thing kind of incrementally uh, and now are playing and thriving on a national stage, playing in a very difficult conference, continuing to hold their own and have put themselves in a position to be a top two or three seed and possibly host the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. Consider where this program has come from. It's absolutely remarkable. My guess is she probably doesn't win National Coach of the Year, but I'm sure glad they've got her up at CU. Yeah. I mean, there's not much more to add besides that. All right, just in case you missed it, Joel Klatt said that USC's Caleb Williams is the best quarterback prospect of the last decade. He ranked his top five in order and had Caleb Williams at one, Trevor Lawrence at two, Joe Burrow at three, Drake May at four, and Bryce Young at five. Mm. Would you go as far as Joel Klatt did saying Williams is the best quarterback prospect in the last decade? Well, I defer to him. He played the position. He knows what he's looking at. And so I'm not going to take any doubts there other than. I find it interesting. He has has Drake May in his top five. I I find that that's probably more interesting to me than Caleb Williams is number one. And that he has Bryce Young at number five, which is unfair because we we judge him now through the prism of the one year that he played in the NFL. So that's a little bit unfair. But, um, yeah, interesting. It's another list. But two guys, two guys on that list that are yet to be drafted. That's pretty interesting. Yep. All right, just in case you missed it, NFL insider Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report says that Dak Prescott will reset the quarterback market by commanding $60 million a year. Uh, do you think this is too much salary for a player who has only delivered two playoff wins in nearly a decade? Doesn't matter. It's his turn. That's the way it usually works. The best quarterback in the league isn't necessarily the highest paid player in the league. It's next man up. Whose contract is next? So, do you want to pay him $60 million a year if you are Jerry Jones? Probably not. Definitely not. Looking at the results... But what are you going to do, Jerry? Yeah, right. You're going to let him walk right. and start all over again? You, it, it's kind of like it, it, it's a it's a catch-22. Yeah, a little bit. You, you, you don't want to live with him with that salary, but you know you probably can't live without him. Well said. 
All right, just in case you missed it, the Raiders hired former Broncos offensive coordinator Rich Scangarello as their quarterback's coach. Uh, Scangarello most recently was helping Caleb Williams with pre-draft prep, and now he returns to the AFC West, joining a team in the market for a young quarterback. Uh, Looking at the odds right now, the Raiders have the second-best odds to land Russell Wilson and the sixth-best odds to land Justin Fields. Uh, What kind of quarterback do you think the Raiders will most likely go after? Hmm. Remains to be seen because you never know about the Raiders. They're such a X factor and such a wild card historically, regardless of who's the head coach or general manager. They're just one of those franchises. I will say this. I kind of liked Rich Scangarello. I, I didn't mind him at all when he was here. I thought there was potential with him. It didn't work out with Vic Fangio. It ha- and it hasn't worked out for him really since then. No. So maybe I was wrong about that. How how he, he works in that situation in, in Vegas remains to be seen. Here is the reason why Rich Scangarello did not work out here. And it's not because he wasn't good. Fangio? Yes. He was forced. Scangarello was forced upon Fangio mm-hmm. by Elway because Elway heard from Mike Shanahan, right. who is still very close with the 49ers organization, obviously because of his son, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But Scangarello is considered to be an up-and-comer. And Fangio, being an old-school guy, did not connect with the new-school guy in Rich Scangarello. I will say this, though. Did Drew Locke play better under Scangarello or Pat Sherman? Play better under Scangarello. Scangarello. Yeah, he did. Definitely. And what Scangarello did was... He saw the limitations that Drew Locke had, and he said to Drew, because you don't see the field very well, because you don't process very well, we're going to put everything to one side of the field for you. So you're going to have three wide receivers in the same zone, but in different parts of that zone, so you can see it all right there. Eventually, that offense becomes predictable. But there was no other way to really coach Drew Locke. No, you're right. It's not that Rich Scangarello can't coach. He certainly knows how to work with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He did a pretty good job when he was with the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. Good for him. It was a set of unfortunate circumstances that happened because you had an old school coach. He didn't really jive with the new school coach. And then, of course, you know, he hires Pat Shermer because he's more of an old school guy. Right. Vic felt he had to oversee the offense with Scangarella because he was so young. Which he never wanted to do. And when he hired Pat Shermer, he thought, okay, we have a veteran guy, former head coach. I don't have to worry about the offense. That's why Rich Scangarello did not work out. Right. That was Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it. You can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you're looking for a deal, go to their clearance center in Denver. It's called Scratch and Ding Stuff. All high-end appliances marked down because it might have a scratch on it, which if you have a laundry machine and it has a scratch on it, you care more about the scratch on the laundry machine or how your clothes look? Give me those whites, baby. That's right. With that, Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, looking at the Broncos' prospects of drafting a quarterback, and many believe that J.J. McCarthy is shooting up the draft board. doesn't matter if fans don't like the way he plays. The NFL apparently likes him very much. This is going to be a game of musical chairs with the Broncos and four other teams. And there are only four chairs available, not five, four. We'll explain why next.